Hello, this is Daryl Spears, and welcome to another episode of Elite Conversations Podcast. I'm so excited to bring another great guest on for you. I'm excited about the topic. We're going to be talking a little bit about generating online courses to benefit our business. So I am so excited to bring with us today, Ms. Sophia Higgins, who is an expert in the area. And I just want to share just a little bit of information about her. She is a expert in creating meaningful online courses and bringing out your unique wisdom into a well-crafted learning experience. And I'm sure that experience will not only be good for you, but for your potential clients and audience and community. So I'm excited to talk to her about that. She knows a lot about business and she's a business coach. And also Sophia is from Denmark. She's here in the United States now, been here since 2019 and she just followed her heart and followed her new hubby and came right on to the United States. And after many years, she's, she just decided to pursue her dream and go after her, a uh, entrepreneurial lifestyle and go after just things that she loves to do. So I'm excited to talk to her and Sophia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm really glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Did I miss anything? Share a little bit more about you and your background. Yeah. So I just love learning. That's really my great passion. And I've been in the education industry for 20 years in Denmark before I decided to move over here with my husband. So I have done a lot of teaching, teaching teachers, uh, looking at curriculum development, helping schools improve student outcomes and doing research, traveling to New Zealand, publishing five textbooks around this. So I just love learning. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. And guys, just in case you hear a little bit of birds in the background, Sophia came over to the United States and guess where she landed? Hawaii, of all places. She's living the life. <laughs> and she's sitting there looking at beautiful islands and trees and greenery. So I'm a little jealous, but hey, Thank God she's able to uh, experience that. So let's talk a little bit about online courses. Um, I think it's something that's very important, especially since we're in sort of a virtual space now and we're spending more and more time um, away from the office and people are just changing their lifestyle where they're doing a lot of their uh, knowledge training and learning through the online platform. So I think this is going to be a very good sort of discussion. I'm sure there are probably some other business owners like myself that are, you know, looking to um, either start or expand on online course development to grow their business. So, and how, how do we even start? Where do we go, go to, to, um, to do that? Yeah. So there's kind of three, uh, four uh, key areas or key phases you want to go through when you create your online course. The first phase is the idea clarification. You want to be really clear about the product market fit that your online course is going to fit into. And also, what is it that your audience needs? What's the competitive uh, market? What does that look like? And how does your course fit into your financial model for your business? So if it's like you want to create an evergreen course, and then upsell with uh, group coaching or one-on-one -on -one coaching. So you can kind of think of it as one of the avenues into your business. That's so that's, that's kind of the first phase. And then 
you go into the course in itself. And in that phase, it's really important to look at the learning experience and the learning outcome. What is it that your client is going to be able to do that they were unable to do before they joined your online course? And then you want to reverse engineer it from there. So the course creation process is a lot about creating a powerful storyboard where you really outline a module for module, what is this course gonna uh, contain? So think of it like a menu. So you wanna have like an appetizer where it's like, what's the value that the client is gonna get out of this course? And then the starter, okay, so how do they get started with this uh, service or this knowledge or this new uh, skill that you are gonna teach them? how do they kind of get started with that? And then the main course is like, okay, so this is the meat of the, the program uh, and then the dessert. So kind of try to then um, add a little perspective in at the end and then maybe how do they create their own menu? So you, you kind of create that learning experience for them. And then it's of course the course production in itself, uh, like the, recording of the video or slides. Uh, you can do that in all kinds of levels. And then the final phase is put it in the learning management system and creating the experience for the buyer uh, with uh, webinars, email campaigns, and the launch page, uh, the sales page. So that's kind of in just rough draft, the whole uh, cost production. That's great. And you talked about, um creating, using the online courses as avenues to your business. Um, and it's a lot like what we do with the podcast, all of our podcast hosts with DC Podcast Media are mostly business owners. And it's a great way to create a path and create and generate those, um, that, that lead generation for people to get to other parts of your business. So strategy wise, it sounds like that should definitely be a part of that. And you shared a little bit about the audience and how you re-engineer your online course based on their needs. Yeah, and the ways you can uh, find out exactly what the audience needs are is to like create a survey uh, where you ask questions about the specific pain points and also ask questions about what would be a great outcome of a course within that area for the audience. And they will point you in the direction of things you might not have thought about. So like with one of my clients, I'm working on a, with a business consultant who is uh, helping entrepreneurs build their business. And there were some surprises in the audience answers around mindset. So we needed to add that element to her course. And um, as far as uh, I have, I'm working with an executive coach and, he, and he's thinking a lot about how he could scale his business because he was getting to the, just the limit of his time. He can only do so much one-on-one -on -one coaching and he just wanted to add something extra like a side revenue stream that can possibly lead to one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching. So that whole thing about really doing some research, really being like uh, Sherlock Holmes, you know, taking <laughs> that magnifying glass out of your pocket and, and really looking at audience, looking at competitors to put the right price point also on your course and then 
looking at how does it fit within your own business model. That's excellent. Um, and just thinking about, again, those of us who are looking at starting up an online course, what's the industry standard when it comes to an online course? Is there a certain length of standard? And to follow up on that, our course is designed in a certain way that makes it easier for the audience to learn. Are there, you know, are there online courses that is it better to have mostly written content or is it good to have a mixture of written and visual? Are there's automation should you be used? What's the industry standard in terms of creating it or does it vary? Well, it varies a great deal when you look at all the courses that are out there. But in my experience, when you have one key point per lesson like and one key purpose per lesson and then a tool that the, the audience can apply to learn and apply this key point then you have a much more effective course and you also avoid the trap of overloading the audience and overwhelming them with way too much information so it's really that refining and selection process of just the right amount of content rather than thinking I just have all this information that I need to share. Uh, and that's kind of a trap that I have seen uh, some course creators fall into. They are kind of thinking of it like a lecture on, at university and that's just way too much information. And honestly, it gets boring. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. Absolutely, especially for someone like me. I'm a visual learner. I, I mean, I read, but I, I love to have a, a balance of vision and, and lecture and then reading. Um, and with that said, as we're thinking about this, what's the advantages of having someone like you as an expert as opposed to trying to go, go at it on your own? It's really to get that feedback from someone who knows a lot about learning and how learning actually works uh, and how you can move an audience uh, and how you can create a course that will also sell <laughs> mm -hmm. because uh, that's part of it you know you can create all this content but how do you know that it will actually fit with your audience so that's a great benefit and the other thing is to have that critical if feedback partner who can look at your content and ask clarifying questions and really help you focus in on what is really the value here because a lot of us think about just the information that we would like to convey or more than what's really the value for the learner but that is key to hook people into wanting to follow you they want, they need to know why you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So someone who hasn't done an online course before and they want to come to someone like you, what should they come to you with? Should they have an outline? Should they have the content? What are the, what are the base things they need to have before they make that call to you? So I really like people who are passionate about what they do. That's the people that I really like to work with. And I have a, a discovery questionnaire that I send. If people are not entirely sure about the, the idea, that will help them clarify the idea and maybe also know if they need to go back and think a little bit more about the idea. 
so it's a good thing that you know what direction you want to go into uh, but i also help clarify that um, and then i have two different tracks because some people have thought a lot about it and they have uh, created a lot of uh, ideas and outlines and uh, and they're kind of at the point where they don't quite know how to cut it so for those people i provide a track where i provide the templates for them to do the audience research the competitor research and then i give feedback on their process as they move along through the course creation process and then i have other people who are just like i need help i have completely maxed out in time please just help me and uh, with those people i schedule one-on-ones weekly and then i guide them through the process they just show up and then give me feedback on what i'm presenting and then i help them move along so that's two different tracks, uh, depending on the needs and also the level of clarity you have already about your idea. Excellent, excellent. This is great information, guys. Again, I am talking to Ms. Sophia Higgins. She is a course creator, business coach, content strategist, and she's really given us some great information on how or what we should think about in terms of that online course. So we're gonna take a quick break. And when I come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about maybe some of the mistakes that are out there that people are making. Maybe she can help those who are trying to go on their own to prevent those mistakes. So hang in with us. We're gonna take a minute and we'll be right back. Are you ready to join the billion dollar podcasting industry? If so, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is ready for you. Whether you're just starting out and have no equipment or you are a seasoned pro but need help with production, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio has everything you need. Conveniently located in Middletown, Delaware, Blake's state-of-the-art production facilities make producing your first or 100th podcast a breeze. No matter what kind of project you have in mind, the professionals at Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio can help with your production or give you the tools to produce it on your own. At the heart of Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is award-winning blogger, vlogger, and CEO, Antoinette Blake. And her goal is simple, to help one more entrepreneur be successful. So stop making excuses and start making your podcast, audiobook, e-course, and other online dreams come true. Call Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio now. 302-261-3530. That's 302-261-3530. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Hello and welcome back to Elite Conversations podcast. Again, this is Daryl Spears, your host, and I am talking to Sophia Higgins. And I hope you guys enjoyed the first half. It's been, it was great, great information. I'm excited about uh, what she's sharing. And I want to talk a little bit more about 
online courses. And like you said, you've seen a lot of online courses. What are one or two of the biggest mistakes that individuals are making on online courses that's preventing them to be able to sell the course and to get people to um, sign into their program? Yeah, so one of the major mistakes you really want to avoid when you create an online course, I just wanna give an example of that. So I got the task of reviewing a course that was already in, in production. And what they had done was they had readers read out of law text. And I have never experienced anything so boring. It was like, oh my goodness, how are anybody gonna want to do this voluntarily? I understand if it's something that your boss says you have to do, then you might want to join that course. But I would never do that if I saw a pre preview lesson of this course. So you really want to avoid just reading out of your script and then even more so just presenting that script slowly across the screen. That was just like a no-no. Mm. And, uh, and my advice to them was really you have to look at what is it that the learner needs to know about this, really what are the key points and then highlight those. And then you can refer to those background resources for people who wanna know more and who want to dive into the law and, and all these things. But once when you start out with just reading law text, it's just like so heavy. So that's one key mistake, put, putting way too much information into one uh, setting. And then I would say the other thing is, it's kind of related again to the visual side of creating an online course where you can have like, again, too much information just in slides that be, that's being read out of where I have found that it works really well if you have a combination of live imagery where you can see the person who's actually conveying this information then you can have some key points they're talking uh, from, and then you can add uh, downloadables, you can add assignments as part of the learning journey, but really, really think about the amount of information you put into that. Also to keep it short, because the regular attention span of people is 10 to 15 minutes, and then you need a break. Mm -hmm. And so if you think of your course pieces, your lesson pieces, they need to be short, between you know even down to three minutes is good uh, and then up to maximum of 15 minutes i would say that's a great point that's a great especially these days like you said <laughs> people attention spans are not that long so and even that it's still good to do it that way because it gives people a chance to stop at a place where they can digest what they just learned and they might even turn the online course off and go and apply that piece and then come back and start again. So it, breaking it up gives people a chance to sort of set their own schedule on how they want to learn. I love that. Exactly. And it also allows you to uh, rather have, instead of one long lesson, have several small ones, again, with one key point per lesson, because it just makes it much easier to remember and apply. That's excellent. You mentioned something that I want to sort of get some feedback on. The preview lesson, is that something sort of like a, uh, a, a preview of the course or do you do a preview before every lesson of the course as well? 
Well, so the preview lesson is kind of a lead magnet. So you can choose one of your lessons that's a good example of what your course contains. Mm -hmm. And then that can be free for people who want to check it out and see if it's something for them. That's great. I, I didn't thought about that piece of it. But yeah, give people a little taste. Maybe that, like you said, a little five minute course that's free. And then they see how easy it is and, and the um, front end and how user friendly it is. And they you know, have no problem going forward yeah. to doing that course. One of the things we talked about before and we did our sort of got together before this interview, it's a great point. You know, business owners need to figure out ways to duplicate themselves and share the information you share with me that, and, and we know a lot of this, but sometimes we forget, you know, this online course can duplicate work that we don't have to do. And in the long term, generate money while we're asleep or doing some other things. So talk about the effectiveness of a online course for monetization. Oh yeah, no, that's, that's really the key and like I've spoken with a lot of uh, different people about this and they are, you know, saying, I keep repeating myself. <laughs> I keep saying the same things over and over. So why shouldn't I put it into a course where I can then present this part of the work I do with you is a course. And then I have group coaching or I have one-on-one -on -one coaching. Mm -hmm. So instead of repeating yourself, and spending your precious time repeating yourself, you can put it into a course and then it can generate revenue while you're sleeping. So, uh, and, and that can be used again and again and you can relaunch. So you can have like a pre-recorded webinar that you use in your launch process and then email campaigns and so forth. That's awesome. Um, are there, um, what you would call it, groups or individuals that were places people can go online to get support online courses or what do you recommend in terms of resources so um, i use thinkific as the learning platform for my uh, learning management system and for the clients i work with and a lot of those places they actually have free resources where you can dive in and see what they're recommending so there's a lot of resources out there and i think that Many of the clients I'm talking with and who are ending up coming to me, they have done a lot of research already. <laughs> they have been looking out there and they have found pieces about how to create the course and how to sell it, but they're just like overwhelmed with all the information. So it's like helping them guide them through the process and, and really just give them the information that's necessary for the next step. So I think that that's kind of the trap with all the information that's out there is to really choose the right amount to not overwhelm yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Just like everything else, there's so much information out there to digest. What was the name of that resource you just mentioned? Thinkific. How do you, how do you spell that for just the listeners? Just like think and then I-F-I-C. Oh, okay. Think I-F-I-C. Exactly. Okay, good, good, good. I always want to make sure we share a little a resource or two out there as well. So I also have actually a, um, a link on my website uh, to this uh, site and I have wrote, uh, I've written some articles about it also, about how you can create an online course and where you can get some help. 
Great, that's the perfect segue. Because <laughs> we're coming up on, on time to, to close. So I wanted to thank you so much for the information. Um, you've been great. This is just a good start for people that are thinking about online courses. And I want to give you a couple of minutes, how much time you need to really talk a little bit about your course, a little bit about yourself and how individuals can connect with you if they need to. Yeah, so I really be happy to connect with anybody who's interested in learning and in uh, online course creation. And you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Sophie Higgins. I'd be happy to connect with anybody out there. And also I have a website, sophieedgehiggins.com, where I have a blog where I put articles about online creation, how to make sure you get return on investment, how you can create a course that sell, how you do audience research, all these resources. I've created articles about that. And then I also have a description of how you can reach out to me and schedule a call. I give a free call where we can just figure out if we are a good fit for each other. And then I have these two different tracks that I offer. Either I do it with you or I do it more for you. And I have like a step-by-step -step guide that I provide after we've uh, spoken with each other to kind of explain the process and then it's like a menu where you can pick what you would like to get some help with that's great that is excellent i hope you guys hear that definitely take out some time to check out sophie check out her blog and get some knowledge that way and reach out to her if you need some help in terms of online courses again this is a great way to duplicate ourselves and to make revenue while we are asleep and so uh, you don't want to spend a whole lot of money on a course that doesn't sell or a course that's not effective. So sometime reinvesting and having a professional to work with you or look over it is a, uh, a worthwhile investment. So again, thank you, Sophie. This has been great. The knowledge has been wonderful. I'm sure there's a, so much more that we could have gone into, but I think this is a good place to stop so that we can digest what you shared today. And so as I hear back from our community, we might have you back to get more in depth about online courses. So we now have an expert in our community we can go to and get this information. So thanks for taking your time. I know um, it's, it's very distracting there in Hawaii with all the palm trees and the birds and the, and the beautiful scenery to take 30 minutes to uh, get on the phone. But I appreciate you giving us your time. It's been a pleasure. Really, the pleasure is mine. I really enjoy it. And I look forward to connecting with, with all of you out there. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening in again to another episode of Elite Conversations Podcast. As a reminder, Elite Conversations Podcast Media has over 50 podcast hosts with content on our website from all over the, the, the USA. So uh, we focus on business and personal development. So we have over 1,500 business and personal development podcast that you can listen to 24 hours a day. Go to Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more platforms. Just type in or search us on EC Podcast Media, and you'll have a wealth of information to listen to. And very soon, you'll have this podcast to listen to to get more information about online courses. So thanks again for joining us. As always, we appreciate you for taking the time to listen. This is Daryl Spears signing off and we'll talk to you again soon. Be blessed.